Blue Collar Fitness. What is Blue Collar? Blue Collar is a mindset and attitude, and it's work that you can be proud of. I'm Trevor Powers. I'm Connor Burton. And I'm Josh Sargent. Whether you go to the gym, work at the gym, own the gym, or if you're just a creeper pretending to do curls watching girls on the elliptical, this podcast is for you, even you. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Blue Collar Fitness. We're episode 21 today, I believe. And, uh, 22. 22. 22. Oh, we are feeling 22. Nobody likes you when you're 22. Feeling 22. What are we talking? Was that Katy Perry that sang that? Who sang that? Oh, no, Taylor Swift. Come Taylor on. Taylor Swift. Okay, there we go. Of Taylor course, you'd know that. <laughs> of course, I was going to say, of course, you would know that. <laughs> So oh, we got man. a family episode for you guys today. We'll be giving you guys some updates in each of our lives and then talking about some current events in fitness. So, uh, Mr. Uh, Dave, anything new going on in your life, sir? Oh, my gosh. Anything new? Well, let's see. What is, what's going on? Um, oh, God, hell. Uh, I'm doing a, uh, a summit next week that I'm hosting. Um it is going to be for uh, like a healing type summit. So I, we have about 15 speakers who work in the healing industry, life coaching industry, things like that. Uh, so I'm hosting the summit. Uh, it's called the, hell, I forget what it's called. The Awakening Lightworker Virtual Summit. Uh, so we are going to do it virtually. So Connor, if you wouldn't mind in the show notes, putting the information there, that'd be awesome sauce. Yeah, um, but it, cool. we're going to do it. We're going to do it on the Friday the thirteenth and Saturday oh. the fourteenth, and it's going to be about fifteen motivational speakers and teachers talking about um, life in general, um, you know, new age stuff as well as uh, how to live a good life, how to be happy. Awesome. So as long as I've known you, Dave, uh, part of what you said just completely went over my head. What is a light worker, and what is a spiritual worker? So, so for, so for me, um, what I do is. Uh, I, I look for light seekers. So light seekers are people who are, they're, they're empathic people who just naturally, they like to heal others or naturally like to help others. So like the three of you, especially the three of you, you have dedicated your lives to helping others. So you guys are actually light workers in, in the way that I classify things. So because you go above and beyond to, to change another person's life and to make their life better. Uh, you're part psychiatrist as well as fitness experts, part gurus, part friend, part everything. Uh, and that's very similar to what a light worker is. So um, in my field with, with life coaching, I look for light workers and I teach them how to monetize their gifts so that they can quit the mundane job of working at Target and go out and try and be themselves. And I think Josh, you're you're probably my biggest success story, to be honest. Thanks. From when I from when I first met you, from all the things we did together, and how you, you I mean, literally, you you're a shining star because I like I think you said it several episodes ago is where you just go headstrong and then you come across a stud in the wall and then I just come and say, hey, you know, let's go to the left of the stud and keep going forward. <laughs> um, yeah. And, and, yeah. That's, and that's a lot of, of of what I do is I he just guide his head down. Yeah, I just guide people. So I find light seekers and I turn them into light workers. Uh, I figure my goal in life is I just really want to help as many people help others. And that's, I uh, came so- to that uh, realization when I had an edible one time. You know, I, I feel like weed sometimes lets you see yourself in a different, different <laughs> And I got this, I got this like <laughs> picture, you know, those like trucks that you would get as a kid that could, wouldn't steer, but they would just keep driving in the same direction but you'd have to steer them me i'm like one of those trucks i just keep <laughs> on pushing <laughs> in one direction non-stop and then until somebody's like hey dude maybe you should like go to the left a little bit i'll just keep banging my head against the wall doing the same thing over and over yeah so yeah it's great I, everybody needs a it needs a dave you're like a regular tim ferris yeah oh my god he's my hero yeah, Tim uh, Ferriss is awesome. Yeah, I, I love Tim Ferriss. His podcast is amazing. Talk um, about podcast legends. Yeah, and and I'm doing I'm also doing my my coaching for leaders podcast to, to help you know corporate types leaders become leaders. Shameless plug. Get get out there and listen to his podcast, guys. We'll put it in the show notes. 
Yes, thank you. That would be great. His most, his most, his most recent, recent episode is, is on self-care. All right. Yeah. Definitely I, important right now. So, Mr. Powers, tell us what is new in the life of the uh, new muscle hamster. I've, I've seen some photos. I've seen some updates in the game. Dude, it, that, was like, that was like day one of working out. <laughs> I think I think the main thing that that has like kept my physique okay is diet. Like I've been just eating a ton of a ton of deer meat and just like a ton of meat in general and just eggs and and not a ton of carbs. So my my physique has been all right. I've just like lost weight because I'm not working out. And then I started working out this week, and oh my gosh, my body is not prepared for this. <laughs> like it, I am so sore. Like I've had to take ibuprofen and I, I don't usually take ibuprofen. Like that's how sore I've been. And you've been uh, taking uh bitch mints. S- sorry, bitch mints. Yeah. Bitch my bad. <laughs> yeah. That? That's awesome. Th- those are uh, ibuprofen bitch mints anyways. Um, yeah. I, uh, so I've been going to physical therapy since I've been here because I have a physical therapist I've worked with like a lot of my life. Yeah. Muscle hamster. Look at there. the hamster. Look at the hamster. Yeah. But um, so I, I, uh, I've been working with this physical therapist since I was like 15, 14, something like that. Cornerstone physical therapy in Colorado Springs, Colorado. I'll plug them out because they're so good. (laughs) But, um, yeah, he, uh, he worked on my ankle for like one day and I've had the most range of motion in my ankle since like before the injury. Wow. Yeah. Like really, really good. And I can actually squat to like a, a decent depth now. So when I worked out legs on, on Monday, oh my God, I am so <laughs> sore. I, like I was actually squatting and, and I mean, I went up to, I went up to 315 for 10 and that was pretty, pretty good. And then, uh, and then I did some deadlifts and, and, and whatnot. And I mean, I feel good, but <laughs> I felt good during the workout. Now I feel like garbage because <laughs> I'm so sore. That's how, uh. <laughs> That's how I feel today. You did some damage. Yeah, yeah definitely so, did some uh, damage. I, I made a rookie mistake. So I was in the gym, had the, uh, what did I have blasted? I, I had the heavy metal lifting station on Spotify going, feeling mm. myself. I was feeling good. It was, it was push day. And then this very attractive woman was in the gym right next to me. She's doing these like hip thrusters right next to me while I'm doing chest, like doing bench press. I'm like, man, I should probably, should probably reposition myself a little bit closer with the dumbbells. So I move over to the dumbbells, you know, and I, you know, I've had these extra calories in me and I'm feeling good. I'm supposed to do four sets of 10. And I knew I was only supposed to work up to 95 pounds, but I did 95 pounds for a set of 10 on my fourth set. And I'm like, man, these feel like butter. Plus I, I got at least like a 20% boost in testosterone just because this girl's lifting next to me. You know, she's like a, uh, like a regular, uh, what do you call a Viking? You know, she's like, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to leave that for your imagination. What she looks like. But, uh, (laughs) so then I'm like, man, those, those one twenties, those big girl dumbbells down those one twenties are looking a little bit dusty. Nobody's been giving love to the big girls. So I, uh, I picked those guys up and, uh, I did a set of 10 and then I was like, man, I should probably do another set. <laughs> so, so I picked him up again and I started my set of 10 and I felt a twinge in my left shoulder. And I was like, Oh, you Ooh. fucking idiot. And, uh, dropped those things. Forgot about the girl completely. <laughs> totally forgot about her. Put the dumbbells back in the corner. And then I started rolling out my back. So like, I've just been like trying to like roll out and, and do some physical therapy the last few days and i feel good i feel good today that was monday but uh just everybody knows this okay ego lifting is stupid don't (laughs) don't be me stick to the program do what you're supposed (laughs) to do and even if you feel like an absolute invincible animal you're not um Hmm. so yeah there's your uh there's your lifting story of the week so, so this is part of our intro where it's like, or just if you're a creeper, look at the girls pretending to do curls. <laughs> I was pretending. I was doing the real deal. <laughs> you know what that's made one, it? What made it worse? Logic. 
What made it worse, I had three guys walk up to me afterwards. They're like, damn, dude, you were, make, you were moving those 120s like they were 40s. And I'm just like, one, I was doing them because I was showing off for a girl that probably didn't even care. And now my back hurts and I got three <laughs> random dudes coming up to me. <laughs> so yeah, the girl, the girl next to you, she doesn't care how much you bench. Yeah, uh, it's only the other dudes in the gym that care much. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> That's, That's awesome. hilarious. I think I think I think Josh, like us trainers, are for sure guilty of uh, training our clients as well as we train ourselves. Sometimes it's like, dude, oh, I, yeah. you never have your client, you know, pull out a random, you know, like go off the program and do a, you know, a super heavy set of dumbbell bench press. Like That's I would never have my client who's supposed to be pressing ninety fives jump from 95 to two sets of 120 that makes no, no sense no <laughs> but uh yeah you kind of does, doesn't have a viking girl next to him dude yeah she was she looked like a viking <laughs> <laughs> so uh i have some good news i went to uh do my one year post-op monday mm-hmm. with the uh the good doctor and we did imaging um and there's cartilage regrowth from just two months ago. Wow. So stem cells seem to be working. Um, that's there's awesome. already, uh, there's that's already a centimeter of cartilage growth in just two and a half months. That's incredible. Yeah. Wow. So I'm ecstatic. I'm. Well, how are you feeling? How are your hips feeling? Uh, I mean, the hips are. Um, not exactly the best, but here's the thing. I'm going to be extremely real with everybody on this podcast right now. Okay. If this is TMI, shut it off. This is not the podcast for you. We're being real right now. There is a medication that my doctor put me on after the, um, the surgery, not the surgery, but the, the, the stem cell surgery. Mm-hmm. It increases, increases collagen synthesis up to believe like 300 and something percent holy crap also it's also the hormone that's found naturally in pregnant women like helps their joints and it helps the fetus grow it's super good for like regenerating tissue side effect i found out is you might not necessarily get the best woodies (laughs) and and you also um, you also may be what's a woody you may also be a little bit depressed. Oh. Um, and two weeks ago, I was like, man, like my life is going great. I have no reason to be sad. Like, why is life just black and white right now? Like the whole, like just life just looks bleak, you know? Um, and then I was like, man, like this is not, this is not your typical, you know, morning riser. This is, this is <laughs> subpar. This is not exactly what I was looking. And I, talked to the doc and I was like hey um do you think this is what it is and he's like yeah that's like 99% yeah that's right that's what it is so I came off of all that um so I said all that to say I I sh- my joints definitely are feeling a little bit more um human they were feeling kind of superhuman every all of them except the, the hip um and so, so now to say, how are my hips feeling after coming off of that joint, um, that super joint drug? Um, how are they feeling? Well, um, they're not feeling any worse. Uh, and the, the hips not feeling any worse, but the shoulders and the back definitely are. So um, I would say, you know, I, I think the stem cells are working. That's so, good. Yeah, yeah. But uh, also, maybe I'll try that joint drug again at a really low dose in the future but as of now those two side effects are not worth it (laughs) no no depression and no no woodies is uh that kind of combo is kind of a it's a it's a real bummer i I think that's a big bummer it's a a two-part combo you would not want one of the guy that sucks yeah that's that's not that's not fun that's that's not enjoying life (laughs) but uh what about what about you connor what's new with you well, ever since I came back from the coast last week, I found out uh, that my roommate has the COVID. 
So I've been doing a lot of online training and staying inside and I got one more week of training. I've been doing a lot of, you know, check-ins with my online clients and just doing that. And, you know, today, today I talked to my guy from uh, Tennessee. I've been, I've been doing um, really safe workouts contrary <laughs> to uh, Josh and Trevor, you know, working those free weights. You know, I was doing like single leg leg press and, you know, doing all machines literally today besides, you know, body weight squats and then squats with, you know, a plate, a 25 pound plate. And I've been so, feeling pretty, I've been feeling really good. So, so you're, you don't have COVID, he has COVID and you're just quarantining yourself. Is that correct? Correct. I mean, for one more week, okay. that'll be the, the second week from exposure. I think it's, it's really important to, uh, to really, you know, communicate that with my in-person clients. And right. I, I think the, the break for, you know, getting to bed, you know, getting better while it's dark out and focusing on sleep, focusing on, you know, my workouts, just being able to do the things that I didn't really do while I was, you know, working a lot more full time. Mm -hmm. It's kind of a, it's a good change, but I do miss the, uh, the, you know, the public weight room and I, I do miss work with, working with my in-person clients, but damn, yeah, it's man, good. Did you, it, feels, uh, it, it feels good to sleep in though. You yeah. came back. Your test came back negative, though, right? But you're still going to quarantine just in case. Just in case I do get it back. Well, the, the whole protocol is like, you know, 14 days. But uh, I came back negative. And you know what's funny about this? This is the only time where the word negative is positive. That's kind of a funny <laughs> thing. You didn't really think about. So, I mean, for me, basically just getting back to, uh, you know, focusing on my sleep and talking to my girl every day and talking to my online mm -hmm. clients and just getting back into studying for my, uh, my certified strength certification. And, you know, got to really just kind of just grind, grind in a different way. Are you going back to the gym now that you came up negative or you're going to keep quarantining or what's your protocol there? Yeah. My protocol right now is to kind of just do some pump workouts at my clubhouse gym, my oh, private so gym. So you're, you're, I mean like back in the gym, like working. Like training clients. Yeah, I'll be back in the gym next Monday. Okay, gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. There you go. Taking a week off. Mm -hmm. That'll be good, man. I like it. Yeah, that's a, that's something that I could definitely appreciate about. I could I could definitely appreciate that about like the whole quarantine thing that that we all did like at the beginning of uh COVID. It's just like we we had to focus on on like the important stuff. Like you you had to take a step away from from certain things and just just focus on your like your direct life everything just in your in your bubble which i actually i actually really appreciate i felt like i felt like a lot of people learned a lot about themselves there, there are some there's some thoughts that you, you do not <laughs> want to think about like be, being at home is kind of like being having cabin fever without the snow like, you're, not, <laughs> you're not snowed in but you're trying to be disciplined so i think on the positive side, you know, be, being optimistic, you know, optimistic, optimism means you're, you're looking at the most optimal um, avenue out of this freaking, this freaking dead end. And I've had conversations I wouldn't have had, you know, like without the situation, I've had conversations with my girlfriend and we've really, you know, gotten closer and I've connected with my clients. I, I have a plan for each of my clients and, you know, I'm having them work out on their own and, or, you know, get covered by other trainers. And I think like this opportunity, like I've been able to really, uh, like my girlfriend told me, she's like, hey, yeah, you can, you can, you can just have a, a good little reset. And I was like, well, I don't want to reset. I want to go lift. I want to go train my clients and make money. <laughs> for, for those of you but, who miss, who, for those of you who missed it for the fifth time, Connor has a girlfriend. <laughs> oh no, for the for the sixth time. My name for my the sixty ninth time. My hey, nice to meet you. My name's Connor Burton, and I have a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i have to mention that <laughs> so i've i've been thinking about how uh how, how i've been responding to things like the election and I, I feel like for me i mean a lot of it goes back to being able to being able to relax and kind of just take care of yourself so i want to ask josh you, you had a post recently about a you know, self-care and being able to kind of breathe through things. So like, why do you talk about, about that? Like, that was a pretty good post. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I have a lot of clients that are really stressed right now. Understandably there's things 
happening right now that will affect um, you know the world and the country for many years. And it's good to be aware and educated about these issues and how they can impact that. But then also um, you have to step back and realize that you and yourself do not have control over anything except you and your little influence of your, you know, the people that you're around um, and your vote, you know, and, and that's it. So, um, and keeping that in perspective. And I just shared a nice little breathing exercise um, that I utilize a lot. I go, I, you know, I've, I think I've talked about on the show that I've um, had some pretty bad anxiety attacks in the past. Um, and anytime I start to feel, um, you know, anxious or like I can't control my life or I'm freaking out, um, I just, I go and do some breathing exercises. I get in the dark room. Um, sometimes it's really hard to find a dark room. Um, and that can just be the bathroom. Like if you're in a public area, you know, unless you have like a phobia against public bathrooms, find a closet, you know, find some place where you can get alone and you can breathe and you can be alone. Um, if possible, get your feet up, do some leg drain, give your heart a break. And that would just be have being flat on your back with your feet up. Um, kind of let your legs kind of drain. A lot of times we can get blood pooled in our feet. A lot of times the other day, your feet are swollen, right? So you just have blood pooled in your feet there. And how you box breathe, there's, there's a lot of meditative breathing, but the easiest way um, that I've learned to work with my clients, you know, kind of downregulate your sympathetic nervous system and kind of upregulate parasympathetic. So sympathetic is like fight or flight. And that's what's stimulated by all the stress. Um, you know, we have fluorescent lights, we have cars, we have jobs, we have people yelling, like all of these things are stimulating our, our sympathetic nervous system, which is stress. And the parasympathetic nervous system is rest, digest, recover, all these things, right? Um, and if we, these things need to be in balance, they need to be in harmony with each other. We need to be able to upregulate and downregulate each one um, it, it, at will, or your body needs to be able to regulate those. And when you have an anxiety attack or you're feeling a lot of anxiety, many times it's because your uh, sympathetic nervous system is overstimulated. So if you can learn to downregulate that and upregulate your parasympathetic nervous system, then um, that can be a fantastic tool. There's a lot of breathing apps out there. Um, Wim Hof. What's that? Wim Hof. Wim Hof. Yes, Wim Hof. Fantastic um, app you can Wim use. Wim Hof method. Wim Hof method. Um, I'm. There's another one that's called Pranayama. Pranayama is my favorite one because it's free and it's all um, anxiety re releasing breathing. Um, and my favorite personal breath is the box breath, which is basically a five second count inhale, a five second hold, and then a five second exhale with a five second sustain. And you have to have your breathing under control to do that sustain. A lot of people aren't used to pushing all the air out of their lungs and then being okay with not having any air before they breathe in. Um, and here's the thing, you don't want to chest breathe, right? If, you, if you've ever watched a baby um, breathe, they're not breathing into their rib cage. It's, it's a belly breath. So the perfect breath ideally for relaxation is called a tidal wave breath or an S breath, S wave breath. So you'll see the low belly below the belly button rise and you'll see the rest of the belly fill out. And then you'll see the, um, the chest cavity fill and you'll see the head tilt back a little bit and then you'll see that in reverse fill out. So hopefully you guys got a nice little visual, uh, well, a little nice little mental image of what that looks like. So an easy way to tell is put one hand on your sternum, one hand below your belly button. If you see the hand on your sternum rise before the hand on your belly button, you know you're breathing into your chest. And that's one way to just overstimulate your your sympathetic nervous system and also not get it full fully oxygenated breath so i think i've rambled long enough um guys do we have any questions uh from our from our listeners anyone online that we can we can answer 
Uh, something I've noticed is we're getting so many spam emails. It is ridiculous. Oh my <laughs> god, we can we got we like, like five a day. The last day. Yeah, it's the, so uh, ridiculous. We want the sun. It's a sun ray. Some uh, ray bands. Yeah, does, does 19, it mean we made it? Nineteen ninety nine for Ray Bans is awesome. Yeah. Uh, we've we've made it to the the fraud market. I don't know. Stacy <laughs> Williams, are you interested in wholesale at home COVID rapid antibody test kits? These test kits are blah 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 blah. Are okay, they free? Cool. They're nineteen ninety nine. Everything's nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, everything's nineteen ninety nine. If it's nineteen ninety nine, it's probably a fraud. Here's one from Alex Lex Lexington. We're ready to launch our holiday sale, Black Friday, blah, blah, blah. Wow. Blue Collar Fitness. Here's another one from uh, Abu Kar. Dear team, hope well. Wow. Strong English there. We <laughs> manufacture and supplier of fitness wares. Boxing, tournament, all kinds, sportswear, clothing, around globe since 1985. We come to know about your company through website. You sell same products. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Thanks, bro. Nope. <laughs> yeah. We'll pass on that one. Appreciate it. Pass on that one, brother. I, I have a, I have a question for us. Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll be, I'll be the question. So we are on episode 22. We are relatively unknown because, you know, I keep track of my analytics. So I know this. Yet what? we, yet we, have, yet we have had Mark That's Bell. We have had Mark Bell, and we've had Adam from Mind Pump on our podcast. Do you know that I've done some research in podcasts, and podcasts with our kind of viewership don't have those kind of hosts. So, hmm. what what is uh, what is the difference in what we're doing? What is our mentality? Why are we attracting such incredible hosts? Well, and I think I, it's because of Connor's incredibly big. <laughs> but but one thing I noticed the other day that was interesting was Thank Mark you. was Mark Bell at the end of the episode said, "Hey, you know, how did the four of you come to do this?" And I think we've come across that question several times from different people. But the thing that makes us special is that because there's four hosts and four different dynamics and all. But what what is that secret sauce that 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 we're, we're doing for success like this, that's making us want to continue coming back week after week. And, well, and I got and it from Chick-fil-A. <laughs> the best sauce that? ever. <laughs> got the sauce. The sauce. We got that sauce. I, I mean, seriously though, what is our, it? I mean, our, our sauce is, you know, a lot, a lot of how we got, you know, Mark Bell and Adam Schaefer was, well, <laughs> we're, we, we give top tier results to ourselves into our clients. And we also think outside the box and we're very, um, we always come across as genuine. We're, we're all genuine, nice, you know, nice guys. And we but always want to be like very informed. I think it, all, yeah, but, it's, it, but it's not just those two. It's, it's uh, Alyssa Blessing, the IFBB Pro, Dane Tufford, IFBB mm -hmm. Pro, um, you know, Rob Bazada, Nike World Headquarters uh, champ, um, you know, Dr. Drew's um, Timmermans. I mean, how the hell are we getting these high profile hosts who want to come to us because it's been amazing i mean if you go back and look at our episode list and the people have been on it we've we've done amazing and we deserve to like pat ourselves on the back for this shit well it's obviously because we bribed them <laughs> that's the that's the only way <laughs> you get a free t-shirt if you come our you unlimited t-shirt <laughs> you have this huge unlimited production budget that's why we have that pool in the background there dave with the <laughs> i know that's what happens when I have access to your bank account, Josh. That's actually our third. That's our third studio that Dave took a loan out on to buy. It's in uh, it's in Palm Springs. There, I can see. And we we still haven't seen the money since. So, um, we have some interesting guests coming up. Um, next week we have uh, a very well known in the area bodybuilding coach and competitive bodybuilder. Um, I'm not going to name drop because I'm going to save that for next week. And then also we have a female, um, strength and conditioning coach, um, D one, um, coming on to talk about, um, what it's like to, to work in a male dominated industry. So, and you know, and how she kicked and she kicks ass at it. 
Um, <laughs> she, she's a badass. So um, I think we have some cool guests coming up. Um, we want to ask our audience next time, hey, please go on to our um, Instagram. We'll be posting a questionnaire before our next family episode because um, we want to answer the questions that you guys want to know. So, um, you know, we have uh, our resident life coach and then three assholes. Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> answer. Our, our next family episode comes on uh, November 18th. Perfect. We're, we're going we're gonna to be a family episode on November 18th. I think we so should make that a, a plug your questions. I think we should make that one a watch party. We watch some uh, fitness videos and do some little breakdowns. I think that would be fun. I would love that. Yeah, questions, watch party. Porn up. Should we do a live, <laughs> live stream? Why don't we do a Instagram live stream? Let's stop. Hey, hey Josh, I mean, why is the camera you shaking? The why is your camera shaking, Josh? <laughs> your your webcam is awfully. Uh, it's, it's kind of like murky. Like, oh, let me wipe. Let me stream? wipe this lotion off the screen. <laughs> was it? Was it that Connor, like, Wasn't that Connor like last week? Lotion. We, I think P- Peter was producing last week because I, I wasn't, and uh, it, it was a text. Timmerman, Con- Connor, wipe Timmerman. off, wipe off your computer camera, please. <laughs> yeah, I. It was just blurry. Well, what are you doing with that computer in your downtime, there, dude? <laughs> My girlfriend borrows oh, yeah, it. It's, that's it's her blame it on her. <laughs> hey, women um, have been used, learn, uh, you know, known to use anything. You know, exactly. Hey, I'm more power yeah, my, to it. My laptop's, my laptop's still on my thunder. And our new drinking game is every time Connor says he has a girlfriend, take a, oh, take, man. take so a that shot. Means we have to, we have to have alcohol <laughs> ready. Drinking guess, games. Do you, guys, drink. do you guys know, do you guys know how, how good, a, you know, I just want the affirmation, you know, that's all. <laughs> We're very, we're putting very, it out there. We're very proud of you. We really are. And she's a wonderful woman. She's very lucky to and have I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. are a wonderful lady too, Dave. <laughs> hey, I'm the one that I'm the, I'm the one that allowed this to happen because I gave you the crystal. Dave gave me the crystal. The, the, the sex the crystal. Love crystal. The, the love crystal. So, what, so was this that, is, what, was the, what was the color of that crystal? It was, uh, was this it is a sports. This is a funny story. Connor came to me and we were talking one time and it was one of our sessions. I'm sharing this, Connor. I hope you don't mind. But he's like, I'm really lonely, man. I, I wish I had a girlfriend. And um, and I said, or I had a big rose quartz sitting on my desk. And, and I said, here, take this rose quartz home and put it on your nightstand because rose quartz attracts relationships. And I said, but you have to have the intention. So you put the rose quartz on your nightstand with the intention that you'd like it to draw some you know somebody like three weeks go by and josh is sitting there talking to connor we're in a group and connor's like oh you went on a date and i was like what what how'd this happen and then connor <laughs> connor just looks at me dry as can be and he goes dave you're never getting that crystal back it was so freaking funny and you've been together with her for how long now five months six months i don't count the days i make the days count oh I, I think it's it's been five months <laughs> five months yeah so that's awesome! Congratulations. I, I think I think what's important is to uh, you know have a little. If you're gonna have a little crystal and uh, set your intentions, you know, just setting your intentions is huge, huge for getting that direction in your life and be able to put put it out there. Like you want to be like putting out that uh, those intentions. It really is. I gave Trevor a smoky corpse once and told him to put all his anger into it, and all of a sudden the sun just started smiling afterwards. It was awesome. See, the key is to act like a terrier. Oh, look, he's got his smoky quartz with him. (laughs) I've been carrying it with me everywhere. (laughs) You know how little dogs, little dogs, the littler the dog, the bigger the dick energy is, you know? (laughs) You just got to have that big dick energy walking around, Connor, and then you're good. You got to be a little dog. You got to like hump people's legs and stuff. Dude, just don't even walk up. You know, you see, you see a couple. On, you don't even, you don't hump her leg. You just go hump the bit, the boyfriend's leg, and then he'll leave. <laughs> Assert your dominance. <laughs> oh man. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> and jokes yeah. today have now ran away all of our listeners.
listeners. <laughs> the three we had left are gone. Guys, how, how awesome was last week's episode with Mark Bell? Oh my God. He's a great, he's a great dude. He's a very good dude. The, the me head millionaire. I mean, as, as a powerlifter, like, like, you know, we all basically grew up lifting and watching him like, you know, Josh and Trevor, I know you guys can relate to this and, and Dave, you know, you know about Mark Bell, like mm-hmm. he's, he's a big time, he's a big time role model for us. And that was huge yeah. for him to come on the podcast. And I feel like well, guys, he really stand out to a lot of his cousin. Obviously he knows him. <laughs> They're cousins. You guys could have been related. You got no what? Dave and Mark are cousins. How, how could they, what are you talking about? They look exactly the same. <laughs> they look the same. <laughs> Get out of here with that shit. <laughs> it <looks> similar. <laughs> hey, if they if they said, "Hey, we're we're Couple handsome studs," just walk into a room like, "Yeah, we're twins." I'd be like, "Yeah, you guys are twins." <laughs> I, I wouldn't even blink. I'd be like, "Yep, you guys are twins." I'm the before; he's the after. Uh you. It's uh. It's, <laughs> hey, have you seen his? Uh, have you seen his before? I have not. He was, like was pretty a, wild. He was, he was like 330 pounds. Oh, wow. Yeah, he's a big dude. I think he was more than 330. I think he was close, closing in on four. Yeah, wow. I think he was like close to 380. Yeah. I remember it's 330. Okay, Connor. Uh, okay, yeah, I, I did my research. <laughs> you, guys, you guys don't have to be so literal. <laughs> I, was, like, I looked it up, man. He's like, shut up, bitch. I have a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> his defense for everything i have a girlfriend he gets pulled over by the cops like no, Sir, no, why, are we doing, why are we doing 95 and a 75 oh, i have a girlfriend <laughs> dude i'm taking i'm taking two yeah yeah that was a great episode guys mark bell's coming on in uh in january so it's yeah, gonna be lit it again let's let's uh huh, we need it we need to definitely talk about business stuff with him yeah we, yeah. we definitely learn a lot yeah just like kind of because i mean he he had he had a podcast or he has a podcast my bad mm-hmm. and he's he's been on youtube forever so it's just like i don't know let's just i feel like we could definitely we could learn a lot from i mean we already have learned a ton from him we could learn even more just by uh just making connections with him, man. Heck yeah, dude. I think uh, everything, you know, when I've learned in this life, it's not what you know, it's who you know. So you just keep that's on. That's true. Keep just on. Yeah. Connections. It, it connections. is. You create a support system. And that's that's a, one of the biggest things about my life coaching. When I go into a business mm-hmm. or when I go into a person, it's always like, who is, what is your support system? Or who are your mentors? You, you know, who is it that you admire? Mm. You know, and, and then I, I identify those before I identify who the dicks are, who the toxic people are. And yeah. And, and then we try, I always try to build the support system, build, build the people that you admire and then erase out the toxic. And, uh, and I'll tell you, it makes a difference. I've, I've been life coaching for many, many, many years and that's always my go-to and it works and it really helps to just get rid of that toxic behavior. And, get rid uh, of the toxic waste. Yeah, it, it does. I mean, and I, even all of us sitting here, we each of us have gotten rid of some toxic people in our lives over the last mm-hmm. three or four years, and our lives are better because of it. Yeah, you just gotta be like, bye, Felicia. <laughs> really, though. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I've been uh, having this on my mind for. I've been wanting to do this now every other week. I think we should make it part of the show. Let's talk about what book we're reading right now, and uh, give a little give a little summary. I can go first here. So um, I'm rereading this book. I listened to it yes. on audio, and uh, that's a good one. This is it's so good. I'm I'm reading it again. I really love this book. It's I will teach you to be rich, um, and I am gonna butcher this guy's name. You guys know I'm terrible with names, but it is. <laughs> I, I believe it's Ramit Sethi. So I'm going to um, kind of uh, spell it for you here. R-A-M-I-T-S-E-T-H-I. Ramit Sethi. I'm sure I could ask one of my clients how to actually pronounce that. It would probably be better. Um, 
but what I really like about this book is I've read a lot of other finance books like Tony Robbins and Tony Robbins will like throw the kitchen sink at you literally and you're you're just like trying to drink out of a water hose yeah it's not relatable and it's so much information I'm like wow I learned some stuff but can I apply this probably like five percent of this I can actually apply to my life and then I've read all of Robert Kiyosaki's finance books I think every single literally every single one and I got the most out of rich dad poor dad like that was like the mindset and then I got like the four quadrants of wealth. I got a lot out of that one because I have, I am an employee. I also have a business. So I got a lot out of that book, but all the other books were like basically how to become like a billionaire tycoon. Yeah. Honestly, it's, it's, it's like real estate focused stuff. I have no desire to be a billionaire tycoon. Like if somebody handed me a billion dollars, I'd be like, sure, I'll take a billion dollars, but I have no desire to go through the amount of ridiculous focus and just to become a super rich person. It's not, it's not my cup of TMO. This book. Uh, oh yeah. Also like um, extreme money makeover by um, who is that guy? Uh, mind blanking on his name here. Brain farting on his name. You guys remember what his name Somebody is? Dave Ramsey. Yeah. Dave Ramsey. Oh, Dave Ramsey. Um, the extreme, the extreme money makeover. And I read his other book as well. I can't remember what it's called. Um, but those books you kind of like, you know, like that song uh, on my uh, on my back, looking at the ceiling of the church, the preacher's telling the truth and it hurts. Like, <laughs> that's what it's like. That's what it's like when you're you're uh, you're reading that book. You're like, ooh, ow, it's, it's ooh, very tough love. Very ow, tough love. Ooh, ow. You know, it's like when your dad tells you stuff when you're a kid, you're like, he's like, yeah, you're a freaking idiot. You know? And you're like, thanks, Dave Ramsey. Thanks, Dave Ramsey. <laughs> you know, it's like all tough love and none of it. And it's all like discipline, discipline, discipline. Um, and it's all about what not to do and less about what to do. This book is more so like very relatable, actionable steps mm-hmm. of things you can do in your 20s and 30s to end up a lot better off financially in late later in life and it's about making priorities like i really like to buy coffee okay a lot of people would tell me i'm a freaking idiot for spending ten dollars a day on coffee okay like dude if you put that in an investment account and you spent that you put that ten dollars and blah 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 then you'd be x rich and you should feel um guilty there's people starving in africa you know you could uh, you're going those, so extreme you could donate those ten dollars to kids in africa and feed a thousand people a day for 10 bucks and you're spending on coffee you like prick and you're just like ooh, like that sucks like i don't know i like coffee man what's wrong what's wrong with me wanting like a nice cup of espresso from a coffee shop i like that um but it's about making priorities and making sure that you have good financial health. Kind of like, um, kind of like the same idea as in fitness, right? When I am healthy, I work out, I am eating uh, foods with a lot of micronutrient density, um, doing my cardio. It's okay for me to go have a pizza. Okay. It's not going to hurt me to go have a pizza every now and then. Right. If, but if I'm, you know, 400 pounds overweight, I don't need to go have a pizza. No, stop. Same idea as this book. If you're in credit card debt, get the hell out of credit card debt, okay? It's killing you. It's killing you. There's no way to get wealthy while you're still in credit card debt, right? So that's basically what it starts out with. Credit cards, ways to get out of credit card debt, ways to refinance. You know, there's companies out there, like uh, whatever the APR is on your average credit card is just it's raping you. It's, it's terrible. You can go get like a way lower interest rate from another company, get a loan, pay off that credit card. And then you can put more towards the principal every month. Um, getting rid of that credit card debt. Other things in this book is like going back to making priorities. If I'm investing, you know, 20% of my income every single month into investments, I'm, giving X amount to charity. And then I'm also, um, you know, taking care of all my bills. 
and I'm also knocking out X amount on uh, debt, right? And then it's okay for me to take like, you know, whatever you, that amount you set, like 15 or 20 or 30% for the things that you like. If you like to travel, spend lavishly on traveling, but also cut expenses drastically in other areas. Like Connor, if Connor doesn't give, you know, doesn't care about gourmet coffee, he's going to go buy the cheapest coffee he can find at Walmart. He's going to make that himself at home. And then he might spend money on trips to, you know, Argentina. Whereas I'm over here wasting my money on $10 on coffee when I could have spent it on an all, you know, a all-inclusive trip to Hawaii. You know what I mean? So it's like, Just out. right, right. So it's like, um, but basically it talks about ways to improve your financial health. And they're all, almost all of them are actionable, applicable step, steps for people in their late teens, 20s, and early 30s. Um, and I wish I would have read this book sooner, honestly. Priorities, dude. I Connor, get the marshmallow test. Yeah, get it. Check it out. This is a book that uh, I've been reading recently. It's a by, uh, it is by Walter, ooh, how do I say that? Michelle? Yeah, am I, so. <laughs> Walter Mitchell or Michelle, so M-I-S-C-H-E-L. I'm just learning English <laughs> and I'm just learning how, to, learning how to read this book. So this book is about, I mean, I gotta say that book that Josh read, I, I really love that book and it, it's taught me a lot about, you know, savings that I should have learned when I was 20. And this book I should have learned when I was a kid because it's, it's about, it's the marshmallow test. So it's about when you're a kid, you know, can you, can you wait long enough with a marshmallow in front of you for the second marshmallow. So they literally have a, have a laboratory back in like 1962 where these kids go into university and they have these little kids like boys and girls go in a, a all white room. There's a little table with a marshmallow on the table and they wanna see like which kids like from either, you know, a Latina back or no, it was a, there was kids from, a, I'm like, I'm not getting in trouble with this one, with a, <laughs> a background with like, I think it's like, Caribbean culture where they didn't have their dads in their lives. And then there was another culture where it was a culture from, um, I forget which one, but they were, they were just less impulsive. They weren't thinking about their next meal. They, they were like, you know, they had good families, but anyways, it talks about self-control, why self-control is the engine of success. And for me, that's big because, you know, I actually grew up as a really, you know, impulsive kid. If I wanted candy, I was grabbing that candy. I, I did not want to wait for, for anything. I was always like really impatient. So the key, the key to success is delayed gratification, right? You set aside something for tomorrow so that you can have something for tomorrow. Like like the squirrel during summer and fall, right? The squirrel saves up all those, you know, all those food stores so that he can eat later in the winter. Whereas the squirrel that eats everything during the summer, he won't have anything for the winter and then he dies. Right. So, and then I think, you know, that's instinctual. One of the, you know, biggest things besides, I think I got this from the book Sapiens, the two biggest tools humanity has for success. Number one being cooperation with other humans um, is the idea of knowing that if I do X, Y, Z today, I can set myself up for, um, you know, success. Or if I do X today, I can do have Y success in the future because of that. I, I feel like uh, maybe I'm saying this a little bit vaguely, but you, you really, the key to success in this life is not, is, is sacrificing, um, sacrificing the, the, the gratification now. now for success in the future yeah one thing i see in in um in this book and your example josh is you know homo sapiens humans a lot of us can be impulsive but a lot of us can be really forward thinking like long-term thinking instead of being short-sighted where if if you you know if you save some money just like it goes back to i will teach you to be rich you know, teaching you how to 
put money away and not spending that money. Therefore, it sets you up for the future. So yeah, this book's pretty cool. I mean, it talks about right now, it's talking about experiments with little kids from different backgrounds and it seems kind of racist, but <laughs> your background kind of, well, it's not racist, but uh, it stereotypes children where it talks about how the way they're raised kind of affects their impulsivity, but it's really interesting. So it talks about like everybody has a, a cool system and a hot system. The cool system is um, kind of that, you know, relaxing system and the hot system is that really, you know, fight or flight system. Yeah, it's a cool book. Not bad. Trevor, what do you got? Honestly, I have just been doing a bunch of real estate stuff, just driving around a bunch and listening to podcasts. And um, I haven't been reading that much, which is which is bad. I know it's bad, but I also don't have any of the books that I would want to read with me. So those are those are packed away. How many I'm podcasts kinda, do you huh? listen? To, how many podcasts do you listen to a week? Um, I don't know. That's a good question. I just listen to them almost constantly. Like I, I always have the, like when I'm doing uh, real estate involved stuff on my computer, I'll just have them playing on the, on the background on the TV and, cool. uh, and I'll okay. probably cycle through like two or three a day. Oh, well, that's awesome. Cause, cause yeah. I kind of noticed that you never listen to mine, but okay, cool. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you just I'm, I'm just, I'm just saying first, that I'm, I'm looking at I just I, have, I just have I'm YouTube look, going I'm, in the I'm, I'm looking, I'm looking at the map. I don't see any downloads from Colorado. Wow. I'm sorry. I, <laughs> wow. Way to call me out like that. But I just, I literally just have YouTube playing in the background. That's it. Well, do you know, David, Trevor, it here's like... you enough. Here's you enough on the, on the blue car fitness podcast. He gets enough. like you need to get on YouTube, Dave. I guess. I, that, if I, you're that, not that, on YouTube, I, honestly, the only podcast that I listen to right now are on YouTube. I don't mess with any other apps. So. We're going we're gonna to start doing YouTube now that we're using Zoom. Is that correct? Yeah. We, I mean, yeah. once, once I figure out where the, the video links are, then I'll, I'll start posting them. Cool. Did you guys hear, you guys hear the news? Uh, so Rogan went to Spotify for a hundred million dollars under the stipulation that they would not censor his show. Yep. Mm. And then he did a podcast with, with. Infowars, Alex Jones. Alex it was Jones. ridiculous. Oh it was also entertaining. And they took it down. Spotify censored it. They took they took the whole podcast out. Oh shit! Yeah, so I don't know if Rogan Dude, I just watched sue them or like talk about breach of contract. Well, I think that they put it back up. I almost think they put it back up. Um, Let me check. Yeah, I see it. <clears throat> it's not oh, on and, there. And, the, and the, the book that I'm reading right now is a Servant Leader Roadmap. So it's a it's a really good. It talks about. Um, what servant leadership is and what it means to take charge of your leadership and a new way to manage. Um, and it just, it's really good because it talks about how to put your team um, or how to build your team and always, always be building people up around you so that they're successful as well. That kind of relates to what we do to each other, but you know, with, with uh, BCF, like we, we constantly put our phone right next to the webcam. Oh. Only when it's Alex <laughs> yeah, it's Jones. Back up Jones. I found Alex it. Joe Rogan experience. That's that's proof. I, I think they I think they, they put it back up because he did threaten to uh, to do something about it. So. Yeah, I I don't blame Rogan's like, dude. I need you to not take down my podcast. It's freedom yeah, of speech. Exactly. It's freedom of speech. So what Spotify has on uh, the Joe Ro or the Apple podcast is that Spotify. You can literally watch the video. It's like having oh, YouTube. It's really cool live like youtube on um apple apple podcast yeah whenever i open my laptop on spotify you can watch the whenever video I, I don't know why my laptop does this but i'll just open my laptop and then it'll just start playing the kanye west uh podcast just automatically it's like a <laughs> it's like a ghost in my laptop kanye is a ghost in my laptop <laughs> and and i like i i'll shut down my computer completely restart it and everything and then i'll open it back up and then kanye is still playing on my laptop <laughs> Like, awesome. What the hell's going on? <laughs> Trevor loves Yeezys. Did you guys listen to that podcast? I did. I listened to half of he's it. He's a very thoughtful guy. Yeah. I yeah. think he's definitely bipolar and needs to be medicated, but I think he's a genuinely 
a absolute genius of an artist. Very much so. He's very uh, philosophical and I think he's misunderstood. Really outside, outside of the box thinking. I think guy. he's very misunderstood, and a I lot agree. of people, a lot of people, automatically put that label on him as he needs to be medicated because he thinks differently, which I think is, I think that is incorrect because it's like if he's if he's being a productive member of society and he's not like hurting anyone because when you're bipolar you don't you don't have any regard for anyone around you whereas he has a family he is he has children and he has i mean thousands of people that he employs and and i mean he's not he's not really hurting anyone so i don't i don't he's think he's doing that's, i think he's doing only good in this world from what yeah, i've seen yeah so i i think I think just throwing, I think that's something that a lot of people just go straight to is, is a mental disorder when someone thinks differently. Isn't he, isn't he diagnosed officially though as bipolar? Well, he was, he was brought into the hospital. He was talking about that on the podcast. As soon as he, uh, he said the slavery is a choice thing. He wasn't talking about, about black people being enslaved. He was talking about people being a slave of like jobs and, and not having freedoms in their life and stuff like that. And that's what he was talking about. And, and they automatically took it to slavery, like being a black slave was a choice. And, and that's not what he was, that's not what he meant to say Mm. or meant to be understood as. And then, uh, and then his family took him and committed him to a hospital and they, they diagnosed him as bipolar. But I mean, that's fucked up. It's like, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like I feel like that's so, some people. Gray area there. Some people you, you, some people you cannot put into the regular box. Like it's a, it's black and white. Oh, he's bipolar. Like he, he's a, he's on a spectrum of genius. That's misunderstood. Like you could talk to to a lot of, a lot of really smart nerdy guys in, in a Silicon Valley. Like they're probably really really like smart but they might be like socially awkward or i don't know but kanye he's crazy every everything he touches turns to gold you know he's a a winner literally you know he's a winner in life um and anytime you're successful and you have positive energy things going for you you good things happening to you there's gonna be a lot of people that have a problem with you yeah this is what it is yep which is wild. So, so crazy, crazy. I'm, world. I'm a, as a life coach too, as a big proponent of people learn a different way, people think differently, and then they always have low self esteem. It's because they try to conform to what society tells them or to what their parents tell them. And I am a very big proponent of just be yourself. You being unique and you being an individual is what's going to bring this something special into the world. And you might learn differently, you might talk differently. I mean, Connor, gosh, we, we accept you for who you are, man. And uh, it's awesome. Well, guys, that was a... Uh, <laughs> He's speechless. <laughs> that was a beautiful... What, what do you mean, Connor? <laughs> that was a beautiful segue you did there. <laughs> I was trying to, you know, lick the ice, but man. <laughs> poor guy. <laughs> he's fun to pick on Davis trying to say don't feel bad <laughs> don't be surprised don't be surprised if you get some negative like some one star reviews on your website now <laughs> <laughs> leave Connor alone he's so nice he has a girlfriend <laughs> shots fired oh, wow wow <laughs> On that note, <laughs> Dave, I've never come back to you as a life coach. <laughs> Hashtag best life coach you're, ever. <laughs> you're gonna come. You're gonna come crawling back. <laughs> Dave, Dave has, a, has a solid point. Um, he's pointing out that uh, I learn and I communicate in different ways, and that's one of the strengths that I have. And we all have different strengths. And I feel like being an outside of the box thinker you know, really makes me a. A very uh, you know valuable tool on the on the blue collar fitness podcast. And, and what have I been telling you for a year? Be your fucking self. Don't conform. Just be you. And, and that's why you're successful. And Connor, I am so proud of the man that you've grown into. And uh, always just Thank be you. yourself. That, that's that's the big message. Always. All right. Appreciate it.
Tough. Always be your smurf. <laughs> Quoting the Old Spice commercial, be your smurf. I actually uh, trained the guy who made that commercial. Really? Yeah, the producer. That's awesome. You know so many like interesting people. It's really funny. How did you smell? Random. What's that? How did he smell? <laughs> there we go again, Connor. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly no, what we're check. talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I did not check. Um, was it like was it like traditional Old Spice or was it pure oh, sport? You know, actually, he just runs through walls with his shirt off. That's exactly how he does things. Josh, um, Josh is our uh, Josh's big gift is uh, networking, like networking us with some uh, with some awesome guests. So we have a couple of awesome guests coming up. Um, next week is a big one. Then we have one two weeks after that. That badass uh, strength coach. Yeah, she's uh, she's a doozy. In a good way. He's a doozy. Okay, Josh. Close my butt. Josh, close us out, man. Close us out. Take us home. Hey guys, uh, if Take you're still home. with us, if you're still with us, you're true <laughs> blue collar fitness fans. You, most people probably turned this episode off already, but for the few people that are there, you can find me on at Stars Josh on Instagram or joshstarchin.com. You can find Dave at. Dave Shep Consulting on Instagram and DaveShepConsulting.com on my website. Trayvon, you can find at He Chase Powers on Instagram. And you can find the man with a girlfriend at <laughs> <laughs> On the interweb. You can find me, Connor, at Connor Burton Training on Instagram and Connor Burton on Facebook and ConnorBurtonTraining.com. Okay, guys, have a good week. Yeah, you guys too. Have a good night. Well, love you guys tomorrow. <laughs>